You're listening to the Orisha Wisdom Podcast, Episode 71. Welcome to the Orisha Wisdom Podcast, where positivity and spirituality create an enhanced life's journey with the wisdom of Ifa and Orisha. I am your host, Iya Omileti Olubumi. Welcome to the Orisha Wisdom Podcast. I am Omileti Olubumi. Thank you for spending some of your time with me to talk about all things Orisha, spirituality, and growth. So turn up the volume in your car or put on your earbuds, grab a cup of tea. I don't know, hot chocolate. Things are getting cooler. Something to drink. And let's chat. This episode is being brought to you by your virtual ELE, and it is so new. We are currently looking for its founding members. If you are looking for a spiritual home and don't have one and want to be part of something, make your virtual ELE your home until you find your physical home. For details, go to orishawisdom.com forward slash omileti and click on the image that says your virtual ile and come home to your community. This is an Ask a Priest episode. For those of you who are new to the Orisha Wisdom Podcast, welcome. This is a series that we have where you, the community, gets to ask questions that you've always wanted to ask an Olorisha, that's the legit name of an Orisha priest. And now you have the chance. I'll put on the show notes how you can ask your burning question for a chance to get it answered here on the podcast. But if you absolutely can't wait, here it is. It's orishawisdom.com forward slash ask a priest, no dashes altogether. And with that... Let's get this episode going. We got a question, and this question is bold, but I'm so glad that it was asked. Grace asks, how much does it cost to do santo? (laughs) Listen, the question has been asked, and it is a legit question. First of all, thank you, Grace, for taking the time to write this question to us. And now, ooh, Grace, you went for the jugular on this question. And as of now, I will try my best to answer you only based from the U.S. standards, as I am aware of just that at the moment. I believe that things may be different in other parts of the world, like Canada, Europe, South America, Central America, and also depending by country. And maybe in the future, I would love to speak to other priests who would be able to shed some light on this based on where you live. However, we're just going to talk about the U.S. when it comes to the dollar amount. However, we're also going to discuss other topics that go along with it that apply to everywhere. The issue about money is a touchy one, as you know, and I'm not going to lie to you. It's not cheap to become a priest of Orisha. So let's 
get straight to it. There will be a difference in what you pay on the tradition that you get initiated into. So I will speak of two that I know of. I know a little bit about Candomblé, but I'm not qualified to speak on the initiation amounts there, so I'm not going to touch it. The two that I'm going to talk about are Isheshe and Lukumi. On the most part, Isheshe initiations are less than Lukumi, as the amount of Arishas that you normally will receive, and yes, this can change depending on the individual circumstance. For example, you might need to initiate to Chango, and you'll just receive that one Orisha and the Eshu for that initiation, but because you are you and it came out for you, you need to get Oya and Obatala too, let's just say, right? And now what would have been maybe a 3,500 initiation to maybe five grand, it can go up a few thousands more because now you're receiving extra things. And when I mean things, it's just extra shines and the extra initiations. I do know of Isheshe initiates who have done their Orisha initiation for less than 3,000. And that works for them because they only have that one Orisha that they have. And that's it, the main Orisha. And of course, their Eshu. And they don't have a bunch of Orishas and they're dedicated to just that one Orisha, like their main head Orisha. Let's, let me just put it like the main head, the two, the, the crowning Orisha, okay? Before we get to the initiation part, there are some things that I feel that I should mention because when people ask, hey, how much does it cost to make Ocha? Like how much does, that's what that means. How much does it cost? I'm like, well, that's not like if I let's just for the sake of it, say 10,000, it's not just going to be the 10,000. There's a lot of other things that go along with it. And we're like, how do we answer this so that it is true? So we're going to go back to this point before we get to the initiation aspect. There are some things that I feel I should mention, and I'm going to call them the before expenses. You know, I'm going to get a little music that goes dun, dun, dun. One of these things, I'm going to get it. But the before expenses, if you think that you're just going to be paying the amount that was quoted for your initiation, oh man, that is so not true at all. You're going to be for a not pleasant surprise. You are going to have many readings before your initiation and the accompanying spiritual work that goes with that. You will most likely receive other things prior. In Isheshe, you might need to receive items for Egung and your Eshu. As in Isheshe, they don't do like a set of warriors like in Lukumi, but you might have to receive some things there. You might be, you might need to receive Ilekes while you're there. You might receive cleansings and other spiritual things. So it's not just that initiation. You will also need to do other things prior to initiation that we will not discuss here as they have not been marked, but they will be marked for you. And then there's initiation. In Lukumi, that's like another, you know, because it is another branch, it's like another species, basically. And then again, we are talking about many readings and the accompanying spiritual work, the accompanying abodes that go with that. And then you're going to have to receive other things. So usually in the beginning, 
you got to get warriors. It's one of the first things after you start kind of cleaning up your stuff and, you know, you will be asked to set up your boveda, right? Your, your egg space. And that's up to you. And, and what is up there is going to be up to the people who are teaching you. And that is really inexpensive. So anybody can start it like today. But warriors is one of the first things that you will get, which can be anywhere from, from what I am understanding. Any, and by the way, I'm going to start talking numbers, but it can vary. So we're talking from 500 to 1500. Any amount within that is fair game. Now, I'm going to hear some people. I hear them screaming right now. Yeah, but I paid 121. Yeah, that was like 30 years ago. Yeah, but my godmother only charges 200. That's great. But on the most part, we're talking 500 and up. Now, if you're telling me 5,000 for warriors, that's a big, uh, no, we don't do that. It's, you really should take a look at the, why is it $5,000 for warriors? Like, what are you getting? Are you getting a golden chalice that when you drink it, you spit out gold? Like, what is it? So it shouldn't be that high. So we're talking about 500 to 1500 per person. And of course, sometimes concessions are made if the person doesn't have the amount, but they absolutely need it. I remember that even for me, the concessions were made. I wasn't making that much. And my young, my son and I needed to get warriors at the same time. And um, he saw the need and he did both for the price of one. I will always be grateful for that. Okay. Next thing, especially, so we're talking Lucomina, Ilekes. Ilekes right now run from $75 to $500. Although I feel 500 is too expensive. This is my personal opinion. However, I've heard many houses that this is what they charge. I'm going to tell you something that I was told by two houses. They're different. They do not know each other, but they told me this. Sometimes when you give something so freely and so cheaply, people do not appreciate it. And they told me that their um, elekas used to be $75 for a long time. And then they went up to 121 and then people used to break it and they used to disappear. And then they would just like, there was be no commitment and they made the change to raise it. Like it was a shocking raise from like 121 to 300 and to 500. And this is one of the houses. The other one did slightly different, but they're both 500 or around 500. And they said basically the same thing that sometimes you do not appreciate what is so free. And I thought about it and I said, huh, they do have a point there. But there you go. Elekis is something that you will most likely absolutely need to get prior to initiation. It's going to cost. Hand of Ifa. Many folks receive this before Ocho. I've only known a couple of people who've gotten it afterwards, and that's because of circumstances. But it's usually before Ocha. And during this time, there is is a possibility that you could also have your head marked if you haven't done the Bahada already. And that's usually about 1500 The most expensive I have heard is $5,000. Um, do I agree? Not really, but there you go. So it's going to be between 1500 Now, some people may charge less. I'm just saying that I, as an average, it's 1500 and up. I've heard 1200 and up. 
Uh, but such few 1,200, I don't even want to say it. So it's 1,500 and above. And remember, you asked, there you go, numbers. Me says, so in Lukumi, on the most part, you will need to have several spiritual masses. We call them misas. And there are usually three mandatory that are done before initiation. Some people do not charge for these because they are about to initiate someone. And in the amount that would cost for that misa was included in the ocha price, sometimes it's not. Sometimes initiation is just that, initiation and the end. And the misas are done apart. And sometimes the house will either hire mediums or will be conducted in-house if there are mediums. And they run anywhere from 150 to 500 per misa. 500 is a bit on the expensive side. I get it. But it also depends on the amount of mediums that you are hiring for your misa, for your mass, spiritual mass. Although a decent amount that is most common is about 300 per misa, but if you are doing a set, you might get something like, I'll do your three misas for, you know, $700, which is all included and it's all three. But I just want to let you know that that is an added cost. Now, now let's start with initiation numbers. Back in my day of the dinosaurs, to make a Yemaya, I remember it was 7,000 even. And that was when I got started, not even when I got initiated. When I got started, it was seven grand. That was over 20 years ago, 26, 25. Let's just put 25 to round it off. There are different types of Arishas, as you know, and if you don't, you know now. There are the Orishas which are considered the straightforward ones. This would be Obatala, Yemaya, Shango, and Oshun. These Orishas are straightforward. Not because they're simple, but you're going to hear that, oh, those are, that's a simple Ocha. You're going to hear that comment. We're talking the simpler of the initiations. And right now, those the cheapest that I've heard are 9,000 to 12,000. And I've heard some that are 12, but 14 for those have been, it's a little excessive, but I've heard. So 9,000 to 14,000 would be a decent amount for those Orishas. I recently asked someone who crowned Yemaya and her price that she was given was 12,000, a little above 12,000. I think it was 12,777 just to match with the sevens, but it was that. Now, we're going to step away from the straightforward Arishas, from the simpler Ochas, and now we're going to go to the other ones. (laughs) What if it's something like you need to make a legba ogun ochosi oya or something else? And those are more expensive. They are more costly. Most of these initiations, I mean, the expense that I heard, absolutely insane. Elegbas usually go from $18,000 to 21 k and the same goes for Ogun, Ochosi, and Oya. I remember 
back then when making an Oya was 9,000. But this was, two, it, you know, more than two decades ago. I haven't spoken to a recently made Oya that was anything that less than 14,000 in the recent years. So I'll say in the past five years, I haven't spoken to anyone who has crowned any one of these who was less than that. Um, I know somebody who was crowned Ogun, but I don't know him. And he's still a Yawo, but I don't know him well enough to ask him because we also feel that that's a private thing to ask because a lot of the things in the initiation are particular to that person. My initiation to Yemaya would be different to your initiation to Yemaya if that's what you needed to do because of the individual implications of maybe I needed to do this beforehand and that before then. Okay. They are complex, these initiations. There are different things that must be given. There are different animals that must be there. Places um, that you must be taken to are different. So it's totally, totally different. Then, if that's not enough for you, we're talking about things that must be budgeted aside from the Ocha. You have to worry about clothing. In Okay, I, I know that I made this, this note, so I'm just going to continue. You have to worry about shoes. You have to, because in Lukumi, you must dress in white for about a year and a week. Some houses are a year and nine days. Some houses are straight just, you know, one year. It's a mix. It's depending on the house and the lineage that you're in. And it's all okay. Then there are other things that must be budgeted for after the Ocha, which are in the thousands. So that simple Ocha that was quoted, let's say 12,000, really could mean 18,000 or something all together. I just want you to note that early on when I started getting deeper into the religion, I had what I affectionately called my white spin. If I was going to go to a bimbe and I needed a skirt, if I could, I would buy two. One would go in the bin and one would be the one that I would wear until it got busted because white clothes get messy and stained really quick. If I needed stockings, socks, whatever it was, mostly stockings. I would buy them in like, oh, I need three. Um, I would keep two and I would put one in the bin. If I had an extra blouse and if I had extra money and I would get the second one, I would keep one to wear, one in the bin. When Ocha time came, all I had to do, I remember, were to get the jackets, the bags, and the boots. I had pretty much everything else. The rest really was just for fun, like my phone cover, my rain boots, and there were other no necessities, but they were cute, like little other hats and just other stuff that I just wanted because they was cute. They were cute and they were white. In Isheshe, they don't dress in white for a whole year. So this is less expensive, but you will have to have other things that will probably be done before and after initiation as well. I believe in a shesha, depending on the house, mostly what I hear is that you dress in white for seven days. I've also heard that in a shesha, you can dress in white just for the initiation, the end, and then you go off on your merry way. That again, it varies, but just think about it. You don't have to buy whites for an entire year. Also, during the year in white, which I don't have in my notes, is that there are things that must be done during that year that will require 
your godparents' assistance, and this is not free. You must give them that ashedi each time they come see you. Therefore, there's that cost. You have to figure that out in advance, and that is not considered ocha money. So that is afterwards. I hope that you're not having a heart attack, but this is why we at Orisha Wisdom stress that it is imperative to know your godparent really well before you do Ocha with them because making the wrong choice could mean a nasty experience and sometimes a loss of lots of money along the way. Plus, is what, what is that called? Sticker shock. Like when you really see how much it is, it's a sticker shock. Then I'm going to tell you a story. You have to be careful as well on the money that you're going to spend and the why and the what. I'm going to name this person, I need a name. I'm going to name him Mike. I'm going to name him Mike. And Mike came to us and he said, look, you know, I just need to know if what I got is legit. I said, well, let's go take a look. And I remember my husband and I, we took a look and he was very sweet and sharing with us. And he's not the first. There's other people who have shown us and we're like, wait. That is what Arisha you said? He said, oh, this is this Arisha. And we're like, that's not an Arisha in there. But we, I didn't know how to tell him. And what happened was that most of what he had was not legit in that tradition. And I'm, I still remember his frustration. And you have to know exactly what you're going to get. Now, here's, here's the kicker. Because you're not an initiate, you're not supposed to know what you're getting. So how do you know? I think time is what you can use to tell. Because a legit priest will, over time, show himself or herself. And they're like, oh, you know, when priests talk together, they're like, oh, do you remember this part? I'm like, yeah, I do. That was like hell and it was raining that day for me and I was like oh yeah and remember when you went to the market I remember that and da, 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 da. do you know what happened to me my skirt got stuck and blah, blah. and all the stories go when things happen that is just you and that priest and nobody else and there's no other communication with God children or other people you don't even know if what you're getting is right and this is why I encourage folks that when they're getting involved to please, 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 please attend as many events as you can beforehand and get to know the other godchildren before you make a commitment. If you're thinking that, oh my God, this is a lot of money. Ah, no way. I'd like to say this to you. I get you. I got you. I hear you and I feel you. You will never know the why this is so expensive until you work in the background in someone else's initiation. For example, when you are in charge of, yeah, you have to order the animals. Okay, you have to order the animals. Give me the list of animals. And here comes a, you know, <laughs> I don't know why I keep thinking about this. But you know, like Santa Claus, like those um, cartoons when they're like, you know, the, the, the naughty and nice list and you see him rolling the scroll and, and it just rolls. That's how I feel the list is. <laughs> When it comes to the animals, it's like, oh my God, how many animals is it? And 
when you have to start making those calls to finding out how much it is for this, 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 you're like, oh my God. When you have to pay the, the, the priest, the head priest who's coming in, how much did you charge? How much does he charge? When you have to pay for the drummers, when you have to pay for the food, when you have to pay for all that other stuff, it adds up. It adds up. And then you're like, oh, now I understand why that is so much. And interesting enough, in an Ocha, a person will come out of there after working and busting their behind all day, 20 bucks, 10. 10 if you're lucky, 20 if you're really lucky. If you're doing a major role, then you might come out with $121 if you're making a major role, which means that you've probably been working for like 12 or 13 hours, 16 hours straight, easy. So it really is a labor of love. And those thousands don't go into the pocket of someone, at least when you're, when it's a legit priest. I have a a couple of lists for you. Okay. I call this tips for all. Find out the beginning stages in the beginning stages, the average prices for things so that you don't get into the water so deep and then go beyond your means. If meaning, okay, so normally um, I, I keep getting like rogations. Rogations is common. Um, how much is it? Oh, we need to do a bath. Oh, how much is that? Like find out those prices beforehand and just find out. And that way you'll be aware of what is coming down if that is what you need to do. If you're worried about the money, because you're like, oh my God, I've never even seen 14000 in my life ever. And this is just for this part. Ah, you're like screaming. I will say this. If you're meant to walk this path, you will get the money that you need. It just comes. No, it doesn't come from the sky. I wish it did. Oh, gosh, I wish it did. But it does come. You will need to work towards it and things will happen. Or you will do like many of us where you will just save and save and save. And years and years later, you'll finally save what you've saved for and you will enjoy it because it's something that you worked very hard for, you need it, and now you have it. You have reached the end of this episode. Thank you, Grace, for having the courage to ask this question. You have more guts than I did when I was starting out. I would ask this question to my friends but never had the guts to ask an Orisha priest early on. And you did it. You did it. And now you know. For show notes, go to www.orishawisdom.com forward slash the number seven and the number one. I just wanted to give you a quick update on a couple of things before we leave this episode. Yes, Orisha swag and merch is here. Get your t-shirts, your mugs, as well as your Orisha art made by an Orisha worshiper for Orisha worshipers of the world. One of my current favorites is 
there's this shirt you can also get the mug and it says hold on let me call my babalao and i said oh my god that is so classic because i used to say that like wait let me call my priest before we do that move and here it is get yours and get others as gifts as well go to orishawisdom.com forward slash omileti. also Get the last of specially designed jewelry, all handmade, because once they're gone, that's it. I really don't want to make it again. The items um, can be metal stamped. Some of them are beaded. There's very little left, and the holidays are coming. If you found value in what I do and the content that I create, check out my Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash omileti, and you will have access to the podcast's before they are published and other perks such as exclusive content that is not heard anywhere, not even in my email community, not even them, which they are like, I love them, not even them. They do not have access to that content. Plus, you will get kudos here on the podcast for the world to hear. Speaking of kudos, I would like to give a shout out to Ifajana Teju Ajala. I just wanted to thank you. Early on, you came on to become a supporter. And whenever we post something out, you comment, you listen, you participate. And it's been a pleasure to hear your feedback and your participation. So thank you for being a patron of Patreon at Orisha Wisdom. I'm totally thrilled. Let's see what else. Um, we also have special giveaways that we have and you guys will get special discounts at a time. And depending on the, I don't know, the circle of the moon and the planets, sometimes we have special calls that is just for the Patreons, patrons of Patreon. So imagine that if you can, and you would like to support, then Go to patreon.com forward slash omileti, and I would like to thank you in advance. If you liked this episode and found it valuable to you and your spiritual growth, share it. Share this podcast episode so that someone else can get someone something out of it, especially if somebody was asking, hey, it's too expensive. Yep, you're right. Forward, listen to this. And because, hey, sharing is caring, especially when it comes to knowledge. And if you have a couple of minutes to spare, hop on over to iTunes and leave us a review. I do reach, read each and every one and they do mean a lot to me because it gives, it gives us the fuel to keep going and to keep creating more content for your spiritual journeys. And those five minutes that you take to share your thoughts, they mean everything to me. They mean the world. If you are on YouTube like this episode, subscribe and click on the little bell icon so that you will be the first to know when there is a new podcast episode that has been uploaded. Stay tuned for the next episode where we're going to discuss, actually in the next couple of episodes, we're going to continue to go through Ask a Priest because we took a break from it. And I think that I saw a lot of questions that were popping out and I would love to get to them. And we'll also take the chance to discuss other issues. I absolutely can't wait. Until next time, may the elevated ancestors and all Orisha bless you immensely. Odabo!
Thank you for listening to the Orisha Wisdom Podcast. Be sure to check out the show notes at orishawisdom.com forward slash podcast. Can't get enough of Orisha Wisdom? Check us out at orishawisdom.com and subscribe to our community. Remember, the wisdom of Ifa and Orisha is all around us. Be blessed, and until next time.